Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Junior Golf Podcast. My name is Ro Thompson. Man, I tell you, we have a special guest on the podcast tonight. <laughs> I'm so excited to have this couple on. Um, we, I think we connected probably a couple weeks ago, and I got yeah. their, uh, I received their book in the mail. And man, as soon as I got the book, I started reading it and just kind of diving into it and start seeing some of the, some, some similarities with, with my, me and my family. And so, um, you know, I, I, I said, man, I got to get them on the podcast. That's, that's, that's the only way to do it. So, but anyway, I want to introduce everybody. Um, our, our special guests tonight, Mark and, and Britt McKinney. Hey, how y'all doing tonight? Good. Thanks for having us, bro. Good, good, good. Good to have y'all on tonight. And, um, hopefully, um, this is, this is, this is going to be, uh, I know it's Brit's first, yours, your second or third, but yeah. I think it's going to be the first of many in my, my, my opinion. So, so, so let's, let's dive into it a little bit and, um, let's talk a little bit about, uh, tell us a little bit about yourselves and, you know, we'll get into junior golf and, and the whole nine. So take it away. Okay. So um, we um, have been married for over 20-something years, and um, the older you get, the more time you spend together, and we have learned um, personalities and all that on the golf course with our son following him around. He's 18 now. He's been playing junior golf for probably nine, 10 years, and um, we just have, like, grown as a family through experiences on the golf course and um we just decided to get this book together to help other families not make the mistakes that we made um because it's kind of funny sitting out there now watching and saying that was us that's what we did <laughs> right, right and we still do it sometimes so um we're just a normal typical family nothing special about us at all um i'm an administrator in a school district and mark works full-time for a computer software mm -hmm. so we're just normal people. <laughs> good, good, good. That's and a real, I, I will share uh, out of the gate. So um, we are a Clemson family. So I don't know if you're gonna hit the eject button or not on the uh, on the podcast. Um, but anywho, just want to get that out front. So we didn't have you and I didn't have any bad blood already. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. No. As a matter of fact, so my wife is a uh, graduate of South Carolina, and okay. I'm a graduate of South Carolina State. Okay. And in two weeks, South Carolina. And South Carolina State will be battling on the on the football field. So, <laughs> hey, I love it. House house divided, right? <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, listen. So, it's, it's, again, it's still great to have y'all on the podcast tonight. So, talk to us about how you got um, your son started in junior golf, and you know, you know, just talk to us about uh, Ben for a couple seconds. Yeah. So, um, as, as Britt mentioned, we've got we've got two uh, two kids. We've got a daughter who just graduated Clemson with a master's. She's uh, 22, and then Ben is is 18. He's a senior at uh, at Woodruff High School, so has has been in it for you know um, about nine years or so playing uh, playing golf. But I grew up um, um, sort of in and around the game. Grew up in McCormick, South Carolina, the metropolis of McCormick. For anybody that knows where that is. Yeah, two red two red lights and, and golf courses and a lake. But um, so grew up at McCormick Country Club, a nine hole right. um, course there, and, and learned sort of everything about life that you should and shouldn't learn, right? Um, right. And uh, but so have have been around the game since I was probably nine or ten. Um, and uh, and then when when Ben started getting old enough to sort of walk, and um, you know when he was um, getting a little bit more athletic at, at five and six years old, he just started, you know, picking up clubs and putting balls and that, you know, just like most kids do that have right. 
have uh, have dads that, that play golf. So um, he just, you know, he saw me doing it and said, Hey, I want to do something that, that, you know, that, that my dad's, uh, that my dad's doing. And then, um, you know, Britt can share about, you know, sort of your heritage there, if you will, from a golf perspective. So I grew up in a golf family as well. I grew up in Lincoln, Georgia, right outside before me. It's on the okay. Georgia South Carolina line, yeah. um, not far from Augusta. And um, I, my, my first trip to the Masters, I was in the second grade. And, um, you know, it was, I, I loved it. Um, my dad played all the time. And um, that was, you know, two or three nights, two or three days a week that he played golf. And so that was just a normal thing. But, you know, a lot of wives get upset that their husbands don't play golf all the time and spend their time on the golf course. But that's how I grew up. So that never bothered me. Right. Um, and then yeah. when Mark and I started dating, our Friday nights were spent at their local country club um, playing golf on Friday, doing wingdings where the men and women played together. Captain gotcha. So I kind of learned golf that way. And then um, I realized I was doing what I need to be doing. I was frustrated with it. And I see a lot of Ben's actions come out. Um, he's acting like me <laughs> sometimes. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, so it's your fault. It's your fault, Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's it all is. my fault. All right. my fault. Right. Well, good, good, good. That's awesome. So talk to us a little bit about why y'all decided to put the book out. Because, I mean, you know, it's, um, you know, you, you see a lot of old school books um, out there, but this is a new, fresh look at junior golf. And I, like I said, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm about probably uh, 30, 30% through the book. Yeah. Talk to us a little bit about why y'all put out the book. Um, it, it started off as um, just sort of as a tongue in cheek idea, um, playing, playing with a, um, uh, our sons were playing together, a gentleman named Eric Smith. We were actually at Sherall State Park for an SCJGA event for, for a lot of the folks who will be familiar with that. And, right. and, and Eric and I started joking and laughing about the different kind of dads you run into. Like, you know, there's that crazy dad that disappears. There's the, um, there's the dad that who used to play, you know, either semi-pro or pro and, you know, knows everything. There's the, there's the, I'm going to sell everything as soon as we get home. It's going on eBay. Debt. So we started laughing and, and we said, hey, it'd be great if we ever did a book to call it The Goth Fathers and as a play on Godfathers. Right. And we just we kind of let it lay. And and then it, it started hitting me. Um, the, the, that conversation stuck with me tournament after tournament um, because mm -hmm. I just like, you know, I, I would get frustrated, um, you know, wrongly. So um, mm -hmm. if Ben played poorly or, or feeling like he was making bad decisions um, and I found myself seeing myself and other dads more often than not. And I was like, wow, I'm not the Lone Ranger. Um, here, like everybody's got this illness or sickness or whatever you want to call it, um, the daditis, right? When it right. everybody's tense. Um, so, you know, I kind of, and we've got two schools of thought on it, but I, I really saw it um, as an opportunity to say like, hey, um, I got it wrong so much and so often, and I'm seeing myself and, and so many other folks I'm walking the fairways with, like, there's, there's got to be, we, we got to write down um, kind of the things where, where, where I got it wrong, where we got the experience wrong so that others don't repeat, you know, the, the same mistakes and such. So you may have some additional thoughts. I, on that. I just think, I think it's like this with life in general is that most people listen to people who have been through hard times or they've been through the experiences that people have been through. And so listening to somebody a man tell me as a woman, this is how a mom ought to act on the golf course, or this is what a mom ought to do. I, you know, you don't really want to read about that. So um, a mother's perspective is sometimes, um, you know, 
we we have the common sense there that we kind of settle <laughs> these men down sometimes on the course and right. get to laughing and get tickled and you know it's funny to me that the dads will come up and say your husband is so nervous like he's yeah. walking I can tell I can t-. and then I want to go but you are too you just don't see it you know right. you don't you don't see the fault in yourself you only see it in other people so um but it's just funny to watch um sometimes I think there's a camera out there filming us with with what's going on as parents right right i tell you you know i'm I'm hearing some similarities you know with 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 us as well and you know i i, I think you know by me reading your book i have some time to get it right mark you know so absolutely yeah <laughs> yeah i got i got a few years on you so i'm, I'm working um, on i'm working on myself so yeah. what's the primary goal of the book you know um who 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 are you trying to help with this book yeah um so it's interesting when we thought about writing like a golf specific book, um, our first thought was like, nobody's going to listen to us because like there's umpteen experts out there um, around like how to get better at the game. We were quick to sort of point out like, that's not our, that's not our thing. Like this book is not meant to say, you know, you're, you're going to you know, shave 10 shots off your score. Your okay. handicap's going to go down. Your short game's going to get better. Right. This is all about like, um, how can how can we be the best parents that we can be to support um, our junior golfer or how can other parents be the best parents they can be to support a junior athlete because um, again every tournament we go to and, and it's the same across golf and basketball and, and she was she was the basketball fanatic right but right. baseball and, and parents are just crazy and, and I say that <laughs> doing this right parents are parents are crazy um and that it stands to it has the opportunity to damage relationships it has an opportunity to put undue pressure on kids so i, I would say kind of long answer to your short question is that it's really a way to put them for, for parents to kind of look into a mirror and say just like you're mentioning you're you know 30 percent of the way through and you can see yourself in the book already so i think it's a way to one is kind of provide a mirror um mm-hmm. and say like hey am i doing those things am i put my you know uh, relationships at risk with my you know kids or or a kid um so we consider it more of a self-help book right for uh um for parents like you think that's fair yeah yeah and you know for for me it was comforting to finally like this summer at the blade i had a mom come up to me and she was like she gave me what her name was and i said hey and she said and i'm just gonna wait and tell you i already know everything about you and I said, have I played with y'all before? And she said, no, I read your book. Wow. And she she walked, she she said, I'm going to bother you. And I'm going to ask you a lot of questions. And so yeah. she was asking about specific things. And she said, you know, I just I just cried when I read that part because that's exactly how I feel. But nobody's ever said that to me. And I didn't know that I could feel that way. I thought it was wrong to feel that way. Right. So, you know, we just want comfort. And we want people to know, um, you know, everybody is emotional. They can say they're not, but they are. And they want the best for their child. Um, and the good thing about being out there is on the golf course is that we end up loving once you build this relationship with these parents and you go mm-hmm. through this traumatic day of a, you know, 90 on the course and their okay. child has that too. Yeah, yeah. Right. You, you, you know, you comfort them, you try to help them out or they are doing it for you or you're both having a bad day. You, you build that bond together and you never forget it. And it's just, right. you know, it's great that you have, you know, we have that, the, the book mm-hmm. to talk about while we're out there. Yeah. yeah. I've got, and, and Mark, um, off of air, I've got a crazy junior dad story I got to share with you, but I'll do that off air. Okay. Okay. Oh, I can't, I can't wait. I can't wait. Maybe we'll do a commercial break. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Something like that. But um, so who, who helped y'all with the project? 
Um, yeah, so that was that was probably one of the biggest points of guidance that, that Britt gave me because I started thinking like, hey, it's going to be the golf fathers and we'll start with that. And then I yes. said, um, we'll start putting some advice. And she, she's, you know, we've been married 26 plus. And um, yeah. she, she was very quick to say like, hey, um, you know, people don't want to hear our advice. They want to hear advice from, from, from people out there. So we started looking at our circle of people that people that we knew. So mm -hmm. it's a collection of about 40. Um, there's, uh, there's, there's pro and college athletes. There's a, there's a Heisman, uh, candidate, um, finalist, um, who, uh, Brit's friends with there's, um, uh, female college coaches. There's, there's business leaders, there's sports psychologists, there's a professional rodeo um, rider who's in there. Um, and, and, and we, and we pose two questions to them like, Hey, um, what advice would you, would you give to uh, the parents of a junior athlete to, to mm -hmm. most effectively, you know, support them? Right. And then what advice would you give to the junior athlete? We just ask those two questions. So there's, there's 38 people that go right. through and provide that advice. So everybody from, you know, tell your wife to close her ears, um, you know, from Dabo Swinney <laughs> to, uh, um, Dr. Mark Brody, you know, the, right. the, um, the father of uh, uh, strokes gained is in there. Um, I have the privilege of working um, with uh, Maverick McNeely's dad. Um, and so we got a, got a really interesting perspective from, um, from Maverick's mom, mom and dad, Scott and Susan about, Hey, what was it like raising, what were, what were your thoughts raising a guy that ended up on the PGA tour? So I'd right. say all that to say that it's a collection of people who are way smarter than we are. And I think what, what readers will find is, is, is two things. One is like, if you don't like what we're saying, flip to that section and, and the, and the, and the book is worth it. Cause you get the, you get the advice from those people. Other perspectives, but as you right. start looking across those 38, you'll see these themes pop up and these themes pop up um, from, from folks who have, have prof again, professional sports to high school coaches to whatever these themes are consistent across all these different backgrounds. And it's really, really poignant advice for, um, for folks. So yeah, that's what we tell people is, is if, if you, if you kind of, if you think we're nuts in the first portion of the book, just flip <laughs> over to the, to the advice section. Um, but I think that's that, that in and of itself um, makes the book for us because it's not us. It's um, it's those other voices. You think other perspectives. That's yep, good. Yep. Anything yeah. you want to add to that, Britt? No, I mean, that's, you know, I think that that's yeah. it, it just, when you see the, the people who have been successful as athletes, more, yeah. more than just golfers, it's, it's consistent with what their advice is and what their parents' advice is and, you know, what they did and what they could advise us to do as parents. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's let your kid be a kid and um, it's just, it's just good advice from, from everybody yeah. in there. That's good. That's good. And so talk about the title. When I, when I read the title, the only thing I could think about Mark was me pouting on the way home. Okay, let me go first. Then. Okay. <laughs> so, and I was like, this is the perfect is, title, you know, yeah. for, for, for junior parents because the kids don't want to talk. We mad, we upset <laughs> at, at how they play. And it's like right. silence all the way home. So talk to us a little bit right. about the title. So Mark and I don't, we still, this is still a very sensitive subject here. So he might right. get up and walk away. But um, we had had a tough, tough day on the golf course. And um, I hate to say what the guy, one of the moms, she came up, she said, I know the exact golf course you're talking about. You don't even have to tell me what it was. And she was right. She knew what it was. 
Um, by the 16th hole, though, he had been, the wheels had just fallen off, and there was no recuperate. I mean, it was just gone. And so at that point, you just, let's get through the day. You know, that's all we need is to get through the day right. and try right. to keep the ball in bounds. Right. So um, Mark had put in his um, AirPods and was walking, and I was like, I mean, he was stomping up the <laughs> path, the cart path. He had gotten out of the golf cart with me. We were separated at that point. We were not going to ride together. I mean, I really thought, let me just run over him because he is frustrating me so bad. I mean, I told him to go to the car. Your body, your emotions, your body language is, you know, he's reading that. You're making it worse. So, and my my thoughts as a mom, you know, I want to fix everything immediately. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you shoot 69 or 169. When you get done, I'm going to love you and I'm going to hug you and I'm going to say, you did. I love watching you play. That's all that matters, you know? Where are we going to eat? Because that's what we go for is what we're going to eat. So we get in the car. Mark doesn't say a word. We go eat with another family. The only <laughs> words he speaks at the Cracker Barrel is what he wants to eat. I mean, no <laughs> words whatsoever. So we get in the car, head home, get on 85. And he is flying. It is awful. And I'm like, we're going to die because he's going 95. <sighs> and I had to break the silence. I mean, I just, I, that's just me. And I turned around and we're, we're in a big old suburban now. I turned right. around and I told the children, I said, let me tell y'all something. One day you're going to look back and remember this is the day that we were going 95 down 85 and your daddy's going to kill us. <laughs> and so it just kind of like it made him matter because he was like clenched into the steering wheel. You know, it was it was not good. But, I mean, I had to do something. And so anyway, we get we get tickled about that now. And I'm like, all right, I hope this isn't one of those days that we're going to be going 95 down 85. Um, but now Mark has a totally different story to how that all Came out. Correct. But but you but you are correct. So when when we had several different names for the book and right. and, and Britt won with the drive home and it and it's documented in the book. It's it's the Cracker Barrel story. So for those that haven't read it yet, when you read it, you'll get to the Cracker Barrel story. But she said it's gotta be the drive home because that was the drive home. But but um my my story, and I'll stick to it, is that um we in our research we came across the work um, of uh, Bruce Brown and his team um, at Proactive um, Coaching, and and mm -hmm. they did a study like a twelve year study, and you're probably familiar with they they interviewed like millions of kids, like college athletes all the way down, and they said, right. hey, tell me the best and worst thing about about youth sports, and um, two of you know the, the large majority said the worst part was the car ride home. And um, the best part was when when um, the parents or grandparents, whatever, said, I love to watch you play. So that that body of research, um, you know, we took a look and said, man, like that car ride home. And then again, me sharing that research with her and she's like stamped it. She's like, it's got to be the drive home because because that's what it's all about. That's where, you know, the golf course, you can we can go our separate ways and I can mumble yeah. my words and I can go here. Right. But hey you got to get home, you know? And so we all pack in that same car riding home. And as you said, like those, those car ride homes can, you know, they can, they can be tough. Um, and, and it, albeit that was years ago, I've grown a lot since then. Uh, you know, I, I read a book about it. <laughs> hey, listen, y'all had me cracking up because <laughs> my wife and I, when we're on the course, she said, she said, your body screams. That's right. <laughs> your body language screams. <laughs> and this is this is so hilarious so you know if i'm upset 
I'll start walking the course. If she's upset, she'll start walking the course. And so I'm listening to y'all and I'm like, oh, man, we go through the same stuff. You know, it's just, yeah, yeah. it's a trip. It's a trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, um, so as a parent, mm-hmm. um, you know, talk about the enjoyment that you all have gotten, even though, it, you know, it can be frustrating at times. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about the positive, you know, what's, 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 what's been your enjoyment um, throughout this junior golf journey? I think just the memories that we've made as a family, you know, it, it just, I don't know. I, I, there's nothing that's going to replace that. Like, I, I think I'm going to miss it. I already, you know, we're going into our senior year. This summer was hard. It was tight on my chest. We, had, we didn't have a good summer with golf. Um, and, you know, score-wise, but we had fun and we laughed and things like that. But I know that's coming to an end. And, you know, we've, 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 we dove into this and we've been into it for five solid years of right. traveling and all that. And so it's, it's just been um, something that I'll never forget as far as memories and the fun that we've had and not even with just Ben, but with Katie Britt getting to go with us on trips. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, when you sleep in a hotel room after you've been out on the golf course for six hours in a day, you know, funny things happen. You're tired and, um, you know, you make some good, you make some good memories doing that. And so it really doesn't have anything to do with the golf. It's just that um, our family bond is really strong. You know, during, we, we just, I don't know, we, we're closer than we've ever been because of this, um, this whole experience. Yeah. 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 I'd, I'd say for me, similar, but probably two things. One is, mm-hmm. um, is the relationships. Um, I can remember when we first got into playing, uh, SCJGA events and we went with um, a really close friends of ours and they had been in it for years the okay. first tournament we went to like the wife and the husband they knew everybody and we were like we don't know anybody right and and the, our friends said just wait and so now the tournaments we go to like we look across fairways and we're like hey man there's hey there's Chip or there's Charles or there's Sally or there's whatever mm-hmm. and hey tell us how your son's doing so we've created these just amazing relationships, all this stuff that goes on outside the ropes. Right. Um, so, so they're playing golf and doing their thing, right? And outside the ropes, we got this whole other thing going on. So I think both of us have, have laughed with people, have prayed with people, have cried with people mm-hmm. on the golf course, people we haven't seen in a while. So I think the relationships is one and the, um, you know, the one, the relationships that, that the kids create. But the other is, I think for me, is to watch, you know, your, your, your player grow up before your eyes. So, so you watch them when they're nine and 10 and 11 and 12, the decisions they make and how they react to adversity. And I, I told Ben just maybe a couple of weeks ago, I said, man, like, it's like somebody's like the, the transformation in you. Like he went, it's like overnight, he went from a boy to a man right. um, just in how he carries himself. Um, and it, it's been a, you know, a, ton, a ton of work that he's put into it, but just to watch that um, you know, one of one of the things we talk about in the book is like adversity is a great teacher if you just let it happen. Yeah. And I think our struggle for the longest time, I know my struggle was like we were like, man, get adversity out of the way. We didn't want to be lawnmower parents, but it's right. like take that adversity out. And and um, so those two things, the relationships and then watching kind of that, just that growth is is has been tremendous. And like I say, now the now the high school is coming to coming to an end. So bitter bittersweet. Well, yeah, and and it and it is it is, but it's not. Let me tell you why. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, I I stay in contact with some of the junior parents that was there through the juniors, and Uh now they're going to the college tournaments. It's a little bit different, 
yeah. Because that you know you're not traveling with them and you're not taking them. But you know every every yep. chance that they they get, they they go to the college tournaments to see the kids yep. play. So, yep. you know, you get a little taste. You know, there you once, go. Once there they you go, go to college. So now, what's your what's your favorite piece of advice that was shared in the book? Um, I'd say. Uh, I'd say for me, um, there, there's a couple, um, one is, so, um, coach Sutherland, um, she's the, she's the women's coach at associate head coach at Nebraska. Now, um, okay. she was the head coach at SMU for years and, um, she's got an amazing blog out there as well. Um, but okay. she and I ended up talking on the phone a good bit through this process and, and she played, uh, competitively. And if I, if I get the wording right here, she said, um, when, when I played poorly, um, my parents were disappointed for me not in me. When I played well, my parents were um, happy um, um, for me, not with me. Gotcha. Um, so, so she separated, she said, to the, to the fact that um, my score um, was never my value to my parents. Right. And hey, let that, let that soak in. Hey, okay. tell me about that car ride home when you shoot 68 versus a car ride home when you shoot 88, right? And think yeah. about that. Yeah. Um, and it's not that you, you know, you love your kids any less, but like, no. you know, we're competitive and you start, you start thinking about that. So for me, that that's number one, is that just, man, that just washed over me. Um, and, uh, and, and really hit, hit home with me. So I think coach, uh, Sutherland for that. And, um, the other piece is, is, um, is shared sort of through there, there's a poem, uh, slash short story that we share in the book. And it, and I don't okay. want to, I don't want to, I don't want to give away the plot, but it's, it's called the, it's, it's about, it's called the caterpillar. Okay. And, and I'll give you the, I'll do Cliff's notes version of it, but there's a cocoon um, and this guy comes walking up and he sees this thing struggling on cocoon. So this guy opens it up, right. And takes it out. And when he takes it out, um, it's a, it's a poorly formed butterfly and the butterfly can't fly. And he's crawling around doing this kind of thing. And it's, it's just a, such a descriptive story, right, man, that the growth is in the struggle. And yeah. like that, that, that um, caterpillar is supposed to struggle inside that cocoon in order to become the butterfly he's supposed to be. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, those, those are probably the two biggest ones for me. So I'll see and, what you say. You know, adversity, as we, we said earlier, adversity is a great teacher. Um, yes. and, and those are the days, um, one of the golf moms, when we were, I think Ben was in seventh grade, so it was first year playing on the high school team. Um, we, I was talking to her and her son was the number one golfer and she, she just said, you know, what do they learn on the days that they play well? They really don't learn anything. They learn okay. on the days that they struggle. Shoot bad. And so make sure that you, you know, talk about those things. And those are, those are, those are that's true. That we learn more from, from things that we go through that are hard and um, that we have to deal with than we do on easy days, you know, when everything goes the way we want it to go. And so, um, you know, for me, that's important. And the, the kids know that, that it's okay that you're going to make mistakes because you make mistakes in life. And that's how that is. Right. It's a lot like life. And, you know, one of the things that calmed me down, Mark, was the fact that I guess about two years ago, it got to the point where I couldn't beat my son anymore. So yeah. hey, why, amen, am, amen, brother. <laughs> why, why, why am I getting upset? If he has, if he hits a bad shot, yeah. I can't, I can't beat him. Yeah. So why, why am I getting upset? You know, just let it go. You know, it's a, everybody's going to make a, hit a bad shot or two here and there. And you just got to, you know, stay cool, you know? Yeah. You know? yeah. 
And that's true. There's side conversations that go on between mothers and sons that fathers and sons don't have. But I can remember one day Ben coming home from the golf course and saying, um, and I don't even think Mark knows this, but he said something about, um, you know, I tried to help dad today and he got so mad at me when I was telling him what to do. And I don't understand why. And I'm on the golf course. I listen to what he says and I don't (laughs) bark back at him. And I'm like, don't worry about it. It's okay. It's okay. (laughs) Yeah, my son, my son has given up with helping me because he said, Daddy, you just won't, you just won't change what you won't listen. No, we won't listen. But uh, so how, so how, how, how do you, how have y'all helped um, Ben with the mental part of the game? Yeah. Um, So Mark came home and told me that he had talked to one of Ben's coaches and that they, and this is in the book, that um, Mm -hmm. his son was seeing a mental coach. And I was like, "Uh uh-uh, no, no, not mine. My baby doesn't need a mental coach. He's good. He's smart. He is good. And so it took me a while to, you know, say, okay. And um, we were playing at a Monday tournament. And um, Mark told me, he said, she's coming. Tammy's coming to meet him. And, you know, I'm still like, oh, gosh, this is making me really nervous to admit, admit that my child needs help. Right. And, um, you know, a coach is different for mm-hmm. at, for a golf or a swing coach or putting coach or whatever. But a mental coach, you know, that, yeah. that's more than just your athletic ability. And right. Anyway, she walked up on the porch and I heard a mom behind me and she said, that's Tammy Mathene. Who is she here for? Yeah. And I thought, oh, gosh, you know, I'm about to be marked as the bad mom that's letting a coach come. And I turned around and she looked and she said, is she here for Ben? And I said, yes, yeah, she's here for Ben. And so they walked inside and she was like, I have heard so many good things <laughs> about her. You're going to have to let me know what she says. And, wow. you know, I need her number. And she said she works with our softball team. So she went, you know, she knew all about her. So after that, I was like, oh, well, if y'all all think, if y'all parents think she's good, then she's good. <laughs> right. She's right. working. She's but, okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that, that was the beginning of that. And, you yeah. know, Tammy will tell the parents, she's not going to tell us what she talks to the kids about and she doesn't you know Ben can tell us what what they talk about if he wants to but we really don't ask um you know and at this point he'll tell us you know I probably need to go see her for a little bit um and he'll go you know and that that's like what Mark talked about the maturity level um you know it's it's good and and she's made such a difference and you know I, I can remember being so nervous at the state championship um and we were on like number 15 and we didn't really know how the other kids were doing. I knew that Ben was beating the guy he was with, but I didn't know whether, you know, I didn't know whether we were going to win or not. It was the second day. And I can remember looking up and seeing her and being sorry. And he was like, there she is. And I was like, oh my gosh, she has come out here to watch this. How great is that? So, right. you know, she really is a good person and she makes the kids believe that she believes in them and she does, you know, so, and that makes a difference. So, you know, find a mental coach. That's, that's a great thing to have. I got two things to say on that. I got, I got first, the first thing is I got a question. How long has uh, Tammy been working with Ben? Um, for three years, maybe. Yeah. Three years. Maybe right. three. Yeah. Okay. And the reason I asked that is because we had, you know, we, you know, as, as, as parents, we know, we know the you know, we, we're going to provide the kids with equipments and lessons and tournaments and, you know, the whole nine. But I think the last piece, Mark and Britt, for most parents, and they never get around to doing this, 
is the mental coaching part. Yeah. And so I had I had been struggling and fighting with it. And it's not, you know, it wasn't because, you know, I didn't, you know, want to look bad. It was yeah. more so the expense part of it. You know, yeah. it, it yeah. was the expense part of it. It was the, you know, it's not tangible. It's mm -hmm. in the head, you know, so, but I yeah. finally broke down uh, within the last couple of weeks. And John had his first session last week. And yeah. this is what he told me verbatim. I really like that class because it's changed the way I think. Because we were trying to get, we, we, we've been trying to get him to have a goal of 72 or better, but he would tell me and, and, and my wife that that seems too unrealistic. That seems too yeah. much, yeah. too much pressure. And then yeah. he comes out of the session on Friday and within the last week, now he's talking about shooting in the 60s. So yeah. it's like, you know, it's it's somebody else telling them and not necessarily us. It it is. And, and that's I, hard as a parent. Yeah. When, when somebody else is controlling the mind of your child. So get right. you a good coach when you get a coach. But right. um yeah, yeah. Um it, it it has it's made a difference. And you know, he's he was quick to tell us that, you know, Tammy said I can be I can be mad until I hit the next shot. So if I want to mumble and I want to groan and complain, I can because she told me I could. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, she told you you could, then you can. <laughs> what was what was uh, neat, Rose, is that at, at the state championship, and we were fortunate enough to win it. Um, is uh, is Tammy was there, and she took a picture with um, with four of our players um, from our team. And so, right. man, if you if you think it doesn't make a difference, you just take a look at that. And the only other thing I'll add is that I think it's been more beneficial for us than it has for being like that. So she like the advice and guidance she's got several books out there so and she's okay. referenced she actually wrote the forward to to our book and uh, she's got some amazing uh facebook groups and such out she's there she's got a parent group that um, really will hit you in the gut yeah. sometimes um, about what she says it's like oh she watched me <laughs> yeah. but um I, I bet we've given her business card out to 50 people like so you walk yeah. into the tournaments and somebody's like man if you know if johnny boy if he could just get over if he could just get over being mad, I'm like, let me give right. you the name of somebody. And so <laughs> somebody. there's there's people everywhere uh, that right. she's talking to. So yeah, get get you a good one. It, it is well worth it. Um, to, you know, Tammy, you know, for our sake, is completely affordable. Um, she, you know, she does Zoom sessions, face to face sessions, and yeah. she texts and keeps up with the kids. So um, that's, I I can't speak highly enough of her and of the whole the whole concept. That's really good because I'm gonna have Tammy on soon. And um, oh, good. one of the things that I like about John's um, performance coach is he um, not only does a session for the kids, but he does one for the parents too. Yeah. yeah. So that, that's, 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 that looks like it's just going to be pretty, pretty good. That's That should be great. So, um, so before we, before we wrap up, let's, let's, uh, let's talk about summarizing, uh, you know, it, you know, what's the one piece of advice you would give, um, a parent as they go through the junior golf journey. And I'm going to start with you, uh, Britt, and then we'll get Mark, Mark Tate. Um, I just think that it, it's more so you can give all the advice in the world that you want to give, but it's what you model as a parent and how right. you act on the golf course. And so um, if I see another child that's struggling or the parent looks like they're having a hard day with what the you know, the performance of the child, I will try to praise that child because you can always find something good. Every single shot is not bad. I mean, you know, the parent might think it is, 
but um, what you do as a parent and, and, you know, let them see how you act, model that so that they in turn can't, you know, if you get all frustrated and angry, then that's what they do. So I try to act better than, you know, I, ha I had a lot of emotions inside because I want to, you know, strangle that parent or strangle sometimes but right. I, you know I try, I try not I try not to let that come out because right. it means so much to all the kids you play with you know they watch the parents as well they see what you're doing and um so my advice is just you know I try to model how I want um other parents to act and you know just just be be calm because the more anxious you get and the more, I don't know, the, the activity that you do, you know, Mark likes to pop his fingers and bite his fingernails <laughs> and um, do all these hand motions and everything. There's one parent that picks on him and we, it never fails when we're at a golf tournament. We're like, he picks on Mark, but look, that's exactly what he's doing. He's <laughs> so just kind of, you know, be aware of what you're doing because it makes a difference. Um, and, and even just dropping your head they see that. Those kids see that. So be careful with how you act. Hey, 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 Rick, it's funny you say that because my wife always says, bro, every time John hits a shot, he hits a bad shot. He looks at you. I'm like, why, right. is he looking, why is he looking at me? Yeah. He shouldn't be looking at me. He yeah. should be uh -huh. focusing on the shot. I'm like, don't, don't look at me. You know, That's focus. why you just smile. <laughs> and right. say, come uh, on, keep going. <laughs> all right. And, and Mark, what's your take? What's your final tip? Yeah, I'd say, um, and we focus a lot on this in the book as well, but um, understand that the, the players why. Um, so uh, sometimes they're mismatched. Um, and, and Ryan Daly and the crew over at Operation 36 Golf have, have an awesome uh, model for this about determining kind of the, 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 what the kid's playing for. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the kid's just playing for social. Like we play with kids right now that would rather be fishing, hunting, bow hunting, riding a bike or whatever, and they're on the golf course purely for social. And over here, the parents are up in arms like, God, he just shot 84 and the kid could care less. He just wants to be out there social. So when, so, so really get in tune with the why of why your players play and is it to be competitive? And if it is like, you know, as parents do everything you can to support them, exactly. um, but also understand it's, it's their, it's their journey. And this took me a while to understand this. It is their, it's not mine. So I got caught living vicariously through, through him thinking like, Hey, if he shoots 70, then, then I get to tell everybody he shot 70 kind of thing, right? And, right, and if right. he shoots 80, ooh, I can't, you know, that sort of thing. So yeah. um, understand the why, um, don't live vicariously. And, and Britt says this all the time, like this too shall pass. Like in the, in, we, we can go back now and recount some of the, some of the worst, it felt like we were on an airplane in a hurricane, like, man, get this thing on the ground. <laughs> right. and, then, and then the next day comes though, and the, and the sun keeps coming up and the world keeps turning and that sort of thing. And, yeah. and, and if you look at things that are happening in life and look at things that people are dealing with, um, the fact that we're blessed enough to be on a golf course, um, hitting a golf ball, socializing with friends and spending time with family when you know somebody else is struggling with a kid in the hospital or something like that, then it, it makes you feel silly, right? So, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's all right. You know, that's, that's some really, really good, good, good advice. I mean, I... I recommend, I don't know if everybody can see it, but y'all need to go and get this book. Um, so tell everybody how, um, and I'll add the link um, to the to the live, but uh, tell everybody how they can follow you on uh, social media, um, how they can go out and purchase the book, 
uh, just give us some uh, some details. Okay, perfect. So the um, you know just like if you want to buy anything in the world from refrigerators to chocolate chip cookies, you can go to Amazon. Um, and if you go to Amazon and type in, um, uh, we'll see if it pops up here. So you know the drive home. Right. Um, if you type in the drive home uh, McKinney, it's the uh, youth athlete you know parent dynamic. Um, that'll pop up, and so you can get it there in uh, in, uh, in paperback, and y'all can also get it in uh, in Kindle. Um, Facebook Facebook group of the same name. So if you go to Facebook and search for in groups uh, the drive home, um, the uh, the youth athlete parent dynamic, um, you can you can join that there. Um, the other thing is is um, for those that uh, uh, have whether you're coaches or want multiple copies and such for a team. If you'll email us at Brit and Mark, that's B-R-I-T-T-A-N-D-M-A-R-K, the drive home okay. at gmail.com. Um, we can uh, we can set up some um, you know some special pricing and stuff there. And and just so you know, like our um, our mission is to give back. You may be familiar with uh, with Youth on Course. Um, yes. So Youth on Course is an organization that um, allows kids to go play golf courses for five bucks. So it's mm -hmm. all about growing the game. So we give a portion right. of every book sold. Um, Harold Varner III supports uh, his foundation supports uh, YOC as well, and so right. we're um, ex you know excited about that. But um, yeah, you know, looking and, and you're looking forward to growing the community, and um, we love hearing from folks who have read it, and so good feedback, bad feedback, and um, um, you know just 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 excited to be on the journey. Yeah, well, that's good. That's awesome. Appreciate you sharing that information with our listeners. And um, like I said, I'm excited about reading the book. I'm 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 in, I'm intentional about reading 10, 15 pages a day yeah. so I can really pick up what I need to pick up. So again, thank you all for uh, for being on. Um yeah. I think we we got a big thank you from uh Danny Summerlin. Says thank you for sharing your experiences and advice. Um and uh, so this has been this has been really great. So um, again, from from uh, from the Junior Golf Podcast family, we want to thank uh, thank you, Britt, for being on, and Mark, thank you, Ben, for uh, for being on as well. Tell Ben we said hello, okay? We will. We'll do it. Good luck yeah, to John guess, as well. I guess we'll probably see y'all at one of the next couple of tournaments, right? I'm, I'm sure we'll. Yep, yeah, we'll see you. Yeah. Uh, thank <laughs> well, you so much. Okay. Thank y'all for being on.